What makes our country great is the legislative system put in place to protect our freedoms, with lawyers ensuring justice for our nation's citizens. Tune in as top legal experts come together to discuss all things law on The Legal Network. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to The Legal Network Podcast. Today I'm joined by principal attorney and founder at The Boss's Lawyer, Ryan Shaw. Ryan, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. No, what a pleasure. What a pleasure getting to know you and, you know, just uh, not not what you expect. I mean, you, you did say not your typical lawyer, right? But definitely living up to, to the name and to the, you know, to the description. So, so much I want to talk about, but let's start where you're from and just how you got into law. Absolutely. I am from the south side of Chicago and I got into law. I would say when I was a little girl. No, good, good <laughs> yeah, girl. when I was watching the Cosby Show. Okay. And I saw Claire Huxtable. Yep. You know, um, I really liked her. I wanted to be like her, and that was the first time I'm like, okay, lawyer, what is that? What do they do? And so I remember that I started to pay attention to that word and that title. Wow. And an observation that I made very early on was that you know. Um, the CEOs were lawyers. The president was a lawyer. Uh, the congressmen, they were lawyers. Um, the aldermen, like the people that were making the decisions, the people that were having impact, the people, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of the people that were able to really move the needle in our society, they were lawyers. Yeah. And what drew you to want to do that? I mean, it's one thing to see it, right? Mm-hmm. But to take that I guess responsibility in a sense that that's something I want to do. Sure. I think that would scare a lot of kids. Yes. Like, I want to do that. Yes. Um, you know what? I wanted to do it because I felt like it was something that was needed. Mm. Um, I felt like I would have access to information and opportunities that, you know, the masses weren't going to have access to. I mean, look at the people, right? right I looked right, at right. the people that were attorneys and I'm like, okay, that's what I need to be. Cause I knew who I wanted to be, right? I knew what kind of life I wanted to have. I knew the kind of person that I kind of wanted to turn out to be. And so that's amazing. I think as a little girl, I was just trying to figure out, okay, how do I become that person? Like, what does that person do? What does she look like? Um, and and, so, and for yeah. you, it's really about helping people. I mean, at the end of the day, you found uh, your purpose through that, but really, your the essence of who you are is about helping others. And the one thing I love is just how you were, the 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 way that you go about your philosophy of being yourself, right? Yeah. And and being authentic and and, and you know not only say unapologetic because that sounds mm-hmm. almost like you're doing something wrong, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. to be accepting, right? Mm-hmm. But as you do that, and with everything you do, that's really something that you want for others as well to give them permission to be authentically themselves. Where, tell me just, you know, how did you come to that and, and, and to that mindset, right? It seems like you were a little mature from a young age, so that, mm-hmm. that, I'm sure that translated over. But, yeah, just tell me a little bit about that and, and, and how that philosophy applies to everyday life for you. Absolutely. Um, I think that that philosophy developed while I was working for other attorneys and larger law firms. Interesting. Um, because I had to dress a certain way. I had to present a certain way. I had to speak a certain way, carry myself a certain way, which wasn't problematic because a lot of that was natural to me. Um, but it also became became a little bit oppressive Mm. as a woman, as an attractive woman, as a young woman in a male-dominated environment and and world. It just became something that at some point I'm like, wow, I just, I want to wear something else. I want to, I'm different, you know? And as I got older and like sort of more mature in my career, I recognized like, wow, I'm really 
Like, I'm really good at this, you know, um, as myself. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm because I'm myself, right? It's me getting these results. It's me doing things. Like, some of the things I was able to accomplish early on in my career had never, you know, not to say they'd never been done before, but, like, the people that I worked with hadn't seen it, you know, because yeah. it was something that didn't happen often. And so I thought to myself, as I got older, right, because it, it wasn't like that when I was a new attorney. When I was a new attorney, I was ha- I had to put on a clown suit if they wanted me to, yeah. right, because I was just happy to be there. But as I developed and sort of came into my own, I realized, like, wow, like, you're really dope and, like, you do this and you can do this in a potato sack, yeah. right? You can do this talking how you talk, walking how you walk, being who you are. And I realized that actually being who I was was the reason that I was who I was in a courtroom, yeah. um, who I was on paper, like in a brief, right? When I'm arguing like to the appellate court or like in federal court, like all the different things I was doing, I'm like, wow, you're doing them as yourself. Yeah. You don't need to be anybody else. That's empowering. I mean, like you said, being you gives permission to others to be themselves. Mm. Now, talk to me about the the legal side of things mm-hmm. because you know helping others and, and and you know that's a that's a great thought. But you really are putting it into practice in your you know in your in your business. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the services <clears throat> you offer and, and and just you know how how that again translates from helping others into the Absolutely. services you provide. For sure, for sure. So the Boss's Lawyer offers legal services and uh, DIY digital products that assist small business owners in turning their businesses into assets. Um, and ultimately, like the reason that I started the Boss's Lawyer is because I worked in an environment where there was like so much money being made by larger corporations. But I realized that it was because they were getting this support. They were getting this knowledge. There were people constantly there telling them how to move, like how to strategize, you know, how to build value. And value, of course, is going to make money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I recognize is that a lot of times small business owners, they just didn't have the various different components in place that, that needed to be there in order to be able to grow, in order to turn a business into an asset, which is what a business is supposed to be, right? Um... It's supposed to do more than make money, right? Jobs make money, mm-hmm, right? But the purpose of like putting all of your energy and like, you know, your resources, your sacrifices, all those things into your business is because it's supposed to be transformational. It's supposed to become an asset. It's supposed to create wealth and freedom and all sorts of stuff, right? But small businesses aren't doing the things that need to be done to make that possible on um, on a different level, right? On um, more than sort of like the day-to-day level right and so that's what it's all about is just like getting them to a place where it's like you know you can have locations all over the country you can charge people just to be associated with your brand because it's it's an asset in and of itself like you don't have to give them anything but what you've already created or access to what you've already created but first you have to know how to identify those things you have to know how to secure those things you have to put the right strategies in place and so that's what we help people do absolutely and and what you're really talking about is, is serving an underserved community right absolutely. at the end of the day what tell me about just some of the emotional things that play into that when you know that that light bulb goes off and that people see beyond just the opportunity but that it's transformative right these opportunities create new lives and new lifestyles and new mm-hmm. mindsets how how is that one on one and possibly been a challenge, right? Because it is a mindset shift. But then two, just talking about how the rewarding side of being able to help people and see that uh, manifest into something that they didn't even know was possible. 
Well, for me, it's something I've always done in my career. No matter what I was doing in my career, it was always about helping people and, and you know, creating a result that made me feel good. Ultimately, it's about me, right? I feel good when another person feels good and, like, they've discovered something or they've reached a level that they never thought existed. So I always feel like everything is about exposure. It's about exposing people to what could be. It's about exposing people to what should be and what the potential is because a lot of time that's really the only thing stopping you know you or, or whoever from being whatever it is we want to be yep. is because we haven't been exposed to we don't really know that it exists and so if we know that we can have this it's something that's accessible to us it's something that's attainable to us then we can aspire to it and we can work towards it and we can have it Absolutely. so you know that really just makes me happy like whenever I can do that however I can deliver that that makes me happy and and, and for those that you're not working with, right, what, what advice or what message would you give in terms of uh, what you don't know, right? How, how do you go about saying, all right, here are some things to consider or, or more importantly, just how to look at your situation and say, maybe there is some an opportunity I'm missing, right? Or, or a way I can protect myself and my business. Just what advice would you give to, to people listening that might be in that situation? But, you know, I, I don't work with attorney and I don't know what I don't know. Okay, well, the first thing that they'll want to do is they'll want to follow Boss's Lawyer <laughs> on Instagram and uh, we're the, bo- the Boss's Lawyer on Facebook. We're also wanna, on LinkedIn. You want to plug uh, what, how they can find it? What's the... Uh... The profile name? Yes, The Boss's Lawyer on Facebook, um, at Boss's Lawyer on Instagram, because I put out a ton of content. Um, I do free trainings. I do, you know, lives. I do a lot of things just to sort of drop information and drop drop gems and knowledge. And, like, you know, the first step is to be informed. Go out of your way to know what you don't know, right? Because it's important and it it can have an impact. So I would just say try to inform yourself every opportunity you get um, because once you know what you don't know, then you can make step towards steps towards getting that information, yep. right, and yep. getting the solution or whatever the thing is. But you have to you have to know first. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in the style in which you do it, um, from what I've seen, is is really taking things that would otherwise be intimidating and making them not so intimidating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What's that style for you, and how do you you know communicate <clears throat> that to your clients? Um, so my goal is to make things legal concepts, you know, legal words, legal legal, right? Less intimidating, something that is not a formality, right? Something that you can understand practically what it does, what it means, like every, you know, everything we're talking about, whether it's business structure to particular contracts or protecting your IP, uh, trademark, all that kind of thing. Like there's a practical purpose for it. There's a way that it affects your day-to-day. It affects your future. It affects your bank account. It affects your potential opportunities. It affects your bottom line. And so my goal is to just help people understand exactly how that works. Just because it's it's common sense. Once we just break it down to just regular stuff and like take all the fancy words off of it and all that stuff, like you understand losing money. We all understand that. We understand not having the ability to make more money, right? Because, you know, if you are not trademarked and let's just say um, you end up having somebody else trademark your thing, right? You might have to rebrand. So like we understand losing money. We understand wasting time and effort. We understand conflict, right? If you've ever had to deal with a lawyer, you know that you probably don't want to have to deal with one in a situation where you don't want to 
like have to deal with one. You know what I mean? And so I think those are all things that we can kind of understand. So when you break those concepts down and just help people understand without the intimidation of like, you know, oh, it's this big lawyer thing. But no, like this is just day to day stuff. Like this is how it can impact impact you. This is how it works. This is how it can help you. Right. This is how you can grow you. And if you can just communicate with people. And I feel like that's in business just generally. Right. It's all about communicating your message. And so for lawyers, it's hard because we think it makes, you know, it makes sense as is. But for for people, we want to just know, like, okay, how does it help? Right. How does it help? How does it hurt? What can I do? Absolutely. And so that's what I try to help people just really just understand, like, the basics. That's awesome. And and how have you found success in connecting with people? Because that's another thing, right? It's it's one thing to have the information, but it's one thing to be able to put it in the hands of others. And obviously, you have your social media channels. But mm-hmm. with, with that with that connection, with that real personal connection, how how have you found success through that? You know what? Um, a lot of times, I speak with potential clients, um, and I definitely speak with my clients frequently. And so I get to connect with people because I need to know what's going on. And so, like, I can't really help if I don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I need to know what's what's sort of going on. So I do interact with a lot of business owners. And just, like, for me, growing my business and being able to put together, for example, digital products, I had to talk to people. I had to speak to a lot of business owners and just figure out what they knew, what they didn't know, what they were struggling with. And I had to use all of those communications, all of those connections to create something, you know, to create things that would be able to meet the needs. Right. So it all really just started with just connecting, listening, you know, and being able to communicate um, with with my audience and, and my supporters and, you know, the people that need my help. And what were you, what, what did you find through that? Like, what were some of the things that you noticed as a, as a common denominator trend, you know, that, um, that was lacking that, that you really saw as the most, I don't want to say maybe most important thing, right. But maybe that, that, that required the most attention to begin with. There's so many things. Um, It's a lot of things. So business structure is a big one. Um, And I think a lot of people run out and they create an LLC, um, but they don't, they don't understand. Creating an entity is not the same as designing a business structure. Right. Right. So I can create an entity and still have the wrong business structure, an inadequate business structure, a business structure that's not going to protect the assets that need to be protected in the way that they need to be protected, a business structure that's not going to set me up to be able to maximize maximize my profits while minimizing liability, right? Because that's what business structure is all about. It's not about just having an entity. It's about being able to sort of um, hedge your losses, right? I'm in a position to gain more than I'm in a position to lose, Mm -hmm. right? Because I've controlled. I've set things things up so that I have control. And that's really what um, creating a legal, a solid legal foundation for your business really does. It gives you a level of control and predictability. Um, Another thing I see is contracts, Like people are pulling contracts out of, I don't know where they're coming from, (laughs) right? I don't know where they're coming from, but I'm seeing them a lot. And a lot of them just aren't even enforceable. Wow. They're not going to do anything, right? And and aside from the fact that they don't even address the things that they need to address. So they're not really protecting your money. They're not protecting your business's reputation, i.e. your money, right? (laughs) Um, They're not protecting possibly like trade secrets, Right. Right. Like you're you're planning stuff, you're planning a launch, you're planning, you know, a new product drop, a new course, a new podcast or whatever. And you're talking to people and you're collaborating and, oh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And then, you know what? You're not protecting that. So the thing is, like people don't recognize people are like, oh, you stole my idea. You can't steal ideas. 
You can, because you can't own ideas. Right, right. You can only own the manifestation of the ideas. Right. Right. So there are certain things that we have to do. If you think you got a brilliant idea, then we need to do what's required under the law to protect it so that it's yours. Right. Because other than that, I mean, first come, first serve. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's different things that we have to do to make sure that we're in a position to grow and to be able to really fully leverage everything that we are automatically doing. You're already working hard in your business. You're already constantly creating things. You're constantly creating. You're creating intellectual property left and right. Yes. Left and right. Absolutely. Right. And especially in this world that we're living in, all of it has value. You can get on the computer and sell like you figured out this process. Yep. It's going to take somebody another 18 months and $35,000 to figure out what you figured out. Yep. How much do you think they'll pay for it? Wow. That's awesome. And that's empowering that, that to know that. And, and it gives you this sense of I can go out and take on the world in a sense, right? Because... I understand the system and how it works. Mm -hmm. What's the vision for you without, you know, you being a business owner and mm -hmm. having and knowing this knowledge, having this knowledge, you know, it's, it seems limitless, right? Because mm -hmm. it really is. But for you, what does that look like? It looks like just being free, just going with the flow. I want to live life, you know, in my mind, wealth is really, you know, it's not just money. It's not about money. Right. It's about having options and freedom. Um, to do what you want to do when you want to do it. So right now, um, I'm happy helping people. You know, I'm happy helping people build wealth, and I'm doing it through the boss's lawyer. But I also invest in real estate. And, you know, every day I feel like we evolve as people, and the more that I see, like, what's out here in the world, the more I think about what's possible. And I think that, you know, that kind of talks, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, exposure. Exposure. It looks like freedom. It looks yeah. like doing whatever I want to do whenever the time comes mm -hmm. to shift or, you know, whatever it is. Like, it just looks like just being free. Is In, in that freedom, is there any uh, specific or thing that you love working on or within the legal, you know, uh, a space that you're like, this is my passion or mm -hmm. if I could choose it, this is what I would work on? I love to make money and I love to help people make money. I love to talk about money. I like to strategize about money. I like to figure out how, where more money is. I like to figure out how to protect it. I like to figure out how to multiply it. So I feel like I'll always be doing that in some sort of way. You know what I mean? And like I say, like, I love what I do. This is what this is what the boss's lawyer is all about. Like, this is what I do. It's different than I'm not just drafting contracts. Like when I'm talking to my clients, we're talking about money. We're talking about how to make it. We're talking about how to protect it. We're talking about how to flip it. We're not talking about, oh, you need this contract because we're not talking about that. I'll handle all of that, right? We're talking about money. That's what we're talking about. And so I feel like I can talk about that all day, every day for the rest of my life, and I probably will. That's amazing. And <laughs> so, so does that mean that the, like a lot of the most of the content and not everything that you're going to be focusing on that we can come to expect from you is going to be focused around that and really empowering people to pursue? It's, it's going to be focused on that. But you know what? I think I'm at a place where I, I want to share more. Yeah. Because there's, you know, there's all sorts of sides to that. Even when it's about money, it's never really about money, right? You know, that's just a means to an end. It's always about other stuff. It's about people. It's about, you know, the other people, the people you love that you want to help or support on a different level. Absolutely. You know, it's about the motivations that are in your heart, you yep, know? Yep. And so I feel like going forward, what I want to do is just kind of share more of the journey, mm. the wealth building journey, right? Yeah. Um, because I'm doing it. 
I'm doing it. I'm not just talking about it. Like, I'm doing it. I'm winning. I'm losing. You know, I'm going through the ups and downs. And so I think that, you know, it's time to share that with people and just let them see, like, you know, like, yeah, the Instagram photos and the reels and like, ah, you know, like, yeah. It's all nice. But, but, but like, for real, for real, this is, this is what it is. And I, I love that approach because when you say, you know, it's not about money because it's not, right? Because money is, I see it as now very differently, but a communication tool. Mm-hmm. And, and when people say, you know, money can't buy you happiness, I heard someone recently was like, no, you're wrong. Money can buy you happiness, but you got to give it away. Right, mm-hmm. and so, but you can't mm-hmm. give it away if you don't know how to make it, mm-hmm. right? And to have the choice, yes. right? And I think that's for everyone to choose for themselves what that looks like. And yes. I think ultimately, you know, from a soul level, that you 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 end up finding that purpose or that peace mm-hmm. from giving away, not from taking. Absolutely, because right? you become a vessel for that. Absolutely. Now, on that note, I want to thank you. You know, just for coming in, but. What a breath of fresh air. And you really are not you know, your typical lawyer, right? And, and really living up to that. But I think that's the, the refreshing part of being able to have these types of conversations and really you know, bring a light to, to these things that we're really just people at the end of the day and all, all really desire the same thing, yep. right? And, and you're living that. And, yep. I, and I just appreciate you for it. So thank you. Thank you, Tony. This has been so much fun.